Hey guys, it's Katie and Mandy. Welcome to our first mini-sode of Dirty Britches. Okay, here we are to air the dirty laundry. <laughs> I just was teasing Mandy just before we pushed record that we need like a special theme song just for Dirty Britches. And I am not a very good singer. And so my my suggestion was beep boop beep boop, which is not good. And I think Mandy, you need to like record yourself harmonizing like dirty britches yeah like some jazzy you know what if there's somebody listening who feels like they have a creative urge to write a little dirty britches theme song i would lose my mind get your dirty skanky bridges out from underneath (laughs) the bed your dog's been chewing on them in their kennel gross (laughs) <laughs> anything along those lines do Pick not up. be inspired <laughs> do not be inspired by those lyrics oh, no. No. all right so who is our inaugural okay the inaugural dirty rich she's I'm, she's by no means the worst she's just the most contemporary so this is why it has been on my mind the most um but it is marjorie taylor green house representative can I from Georgia? <laughs> when you say Marjorie Taylor Greene, the I have to remind myself we're not talking about Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I <laughs> mean, <laughs> uh, it's unfair to probably both of them, but yeah, I know nothing about reason, him personally. Whenever I hear her name. <laughs> You think Jonathan Taylor Thomas? I just can. Uh, I just can picture him as like a heartthrob from my youth. Yeah, like somehow they're connected in my mind by the name Taylor. Okay, so Marjorie. My feelings are very, very different. There's no heartthrob here for Marjorie (laughs) Taylor Green, except for the desire to. All right, so why there's throbbing of the head? (laughs) So okay, let's talk about why we wanted. It's just yeah, it's just. angry one um let's talk about why before we go on and just blast this woman out the reason we're doing this one maybe some venting this is true i i'm angry and i need Mm -hmm. to direct it somewhere two Mm -hmm. though is that we've got to have some accountability we're trying to bring light to what is actually happening um, my naive thought that I shared with Katie and she was like, nope, you're wrong. Um, is that maybe if people knew more about her before the election, she wouldn't have gotten elected. It's probably not true. I wish that it was true. Um, but at least we need to know that we can't keep ignoring people in these positions when they start like putting out their feelers and making public waves. We've got to shut it down. Like stop just baking your Valentine's cupcakes and buying your pillows at TJ Maxx. Like we've got to have some accountability and acknowledgement of what is happening here. So we're going to talk about Marjorie because she I mean, is you causing some problems. Buy TJ Maxx pillows. You can't. Don't necessarily stop buying your TJ Maxx. You can, can. <laughs> just in addition. As you're putting them in your house, get your friends on the phone and talk about Marjorie and what we can do to not mm. be like Marjorie. Okay. Um, so Marjorie, currently, we uh, yes, just, yes. We just tried to 
look up and see because there's a vote going on right now. It will be done by the time that this is aired um, to take her off of a couple of the house committees that she's been put on because of her very problematic background. Um, it, it's not over yet. So we can't tell you what happens, but let's tell you a little bit about Marjorie. Um, so she's from Georgia. She originally started out um, in the contracting business she then got into CrossFit, opened a CrossFit gym. Mm-hmm. Um, it said that she'd also, interestingly, received some benefits from the Paycheck Protection Program in the 2020 pandemic bill. Um, she probably voted against giving you $2,000, but she herself got $182,300 for the Small Business Administration. Uh, she said that she expected to save 12 jobs with those federal funds. I'd like to see if that's true. <laughs> was Let's she elected some... this in 2018? When was she elected? No. I feel like I it's much more just, recent. Yeah, it's just right? now, yes. like just okay. this last election. So okay. she wasn't elected at the time that she applied for the loan I then probably, see. right? So I don't know. Yeah. No, I don't think she would have been. Anyway, she, of course, uh, started her campaign as a staunch supporter of Trump. She Her slogan for her campaign was Save America, Stop Socialism. That dirty, dirty socialist <laughs> word that everybody likes to use. <laughs> Um, and she likes guns a lot. She has lots of pictures on the internet, which where she's holding AR-15s. Um, one of them, amazingly, she was holding a gun in a picture, um, next to a collage of pictures of Democratic representatives, AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Ilan Omar, and Rashida Tlaib. So she has advocated... <laughs> Openly for violence. What do what do those women have in common? Can you figure it out? What what is that about? It's like so not even remotely subtle. Okay, yeah. that was in like this, an ad. Yeah, she with read? her. Or that's just like a. That was um, a meme that she shared mm. on her Facebook page, September third, while she's running for office, holding a rifle. And she claimed mm-hmm. in the post, it was time for a strong, cons- for strong conservative Christians to go on the offense against these socialists who want to rip our country apart. And it was captioned, the There's squad's so worst much nightmare. There's to unpack, like... It's crazy. The squad's worst nightmare, right? Like, it's, it's also not a parallel sentence. Like, if you're going to talk about Christianity, it's just, it's, it's crafty propaganda, like... You're talking about Christianity and then you're saying we're going to fight the socialists. Well, socialists can be Christian. Like that isn't, in fact, you could potentially argue that Jesus was socialist, right? Like there's not a one-to-one correlation there. So the implication is like these women aren't Christian and that, so there's like a whole list of things that she's actually saying without actually saying it basically is my point, which I know is not rocket science to figure out. I mean, they... It's not though even a con- a covert a covert uh, what do you call it? It's not covert in her use of violence. Like this is just like out. Th- she's holding a gun next to these women and telling people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that we need to fight against this dangerous squad of people. It, she's openly advocating for violent threats against them, and somehow we do the white woman thing where we act like oh. 
she wasn't really saying anyone should kill them. Wasn't she? Wasn't she saying that? What was she saying then? What do you do with guns? Right? I don't know. Well, she. my understanding is that the the reason that they're considering stripping her of her um, committee memberships or committee Mm -hmm. positions is a lot of what she had said and that she had supported um, the the lie that the election was stolen, that she had called for Nancy Pelosi's execution. I don't know if there's like a specific thing that the Democrats are pointing to as what the like clincher is for why she shouldn't serve. My What I've heard is that it's because she says that the Parkland shootings and the Sand Hook shootings were staged. Yep. And so because she serves on the education committee that they're like, you can't serve on the education committee and, and you believe have harassed things. Parkland survivors. Yeah. There's so there's video of her on the internet that you can look where she's following around. Is it David Hogue? Is that his name? Am I getting it wrong? He was one of the oh, Parkland God. survivors yeah, who sure. was the very, from very vocal. Mm-hmm. And when, she, when he went to speak at com- Congress, she's like following behind him, harassing a teenage boy that survived a school shooting. This is when she was a private citizen. And now she's a house representative who's apparently, hopefully not anymore by the time this airs on the education committee. This is the background of her. So that's not the only, yeah, yeah. that's not the only crazy conspiracy that she, go ahead. Right. She's like QAnon supporting, Mm -hmm. um, there's this little bit that I wanted to read because the, I've been paying attention a little bit to her. I, it's a tough balance because you don't want to get obsessed with people and then they live rent free in your brain, you know, and then they win. You know, I don't want that to be the case, but you also want to be smart enough to know what to watch out for and know what the dangers are that people are presenting. So what I had been worried about the last couple of weeks was I know what's going to happen. The media is going to say, well, the Republicans have Marjorie Taylor Greene, a.k.a. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, and the Democrats have Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. So, like, both sides have extreme crazy people, and that's just how politics is. <laughs> and I just thought, you know, regardless of whether you agree with AOC's policy positions, like, they're legitimate policy positions, and she is, like, a measured voice you can disagree with her but she believes in facts like that it's she just might come to different conclusions than somebody else yeah. and i read this article last night on vox um by zach beecham that i thought was so great and it basically just nailed this right on the head and it said um in the article he says ocasio cortez's alleged extremism in quotes is her advocacy of a democratic socialist politics common among pure democracies her signature policy proposal is a top marginal tax rate of 70 percent Green is a conspiracy theorist who has called for executing Barack Obama, claims the Parkland sh- school shooting was staged, and suggested a space laser controlled by wealthy Jews caused the 2018 California wildfires. Good one Lord. advocates for one advocates for left-wing policy ideas in good faith. The other spreads absurd, offensive, and even dangerous lies. And he goes on to say it shows how he's like breaking down media coverage and he says it shows how poorly equipped some members of the media are to convey this and that they're they feel this pressure to be like fair and that fairness is seen as like having two boxes on the same side that you put people in, whether they belong in those boxes or not. So I this article will link to it in the blog that I thought was really, really helpful. And it doesn't specifically talk about race, but the fact that AOC is a brown woman and that um, Marjorie Taylor Greene is a white woman. I don't think that's unimportant in the way that the media is talking about them and the way that they're being treated and the way that they're 
their voices and concerns are. I just like that obviously is part of it too. Yeah. And she has very, very racist views herself that have been published. I mean, there's recordings where she says anyone that's a Muslim that believes in Sharia law does not belong in the U S government. She says that black lives matter is a radical Marxist group. She, you know, has made all very overt um, statements that are very racist. And she has had ample opportunity to, walk back from these statements since being elected. There have been people that have invited her on to news um, shows and she's declined to come on. She would not go back and say publicly that she thought that Parkland and Sandy Hook were real. She has refused to do any of that up until this afternoon, which before the house was voting, she gets on the floor and tries to say that she just got pulled into this QAnon stuff and that she was, oh, I read this to you a little bit ago, and I can't find it, but basically she was allowed to believe things that were lies. Like, allowed by who? This is your responsibility. You were not allowed to believe things. You believed them. You read them and you believed them. You promoted them. You ran on them. You got elected on them. So you coming back now and saying that you regret things when you have refused to say that until you get threatened basically with this kind of censure is just inauthentic. It's not real. We don't buy it. Like, if you buy... I'm not saying that people can't change their stances. I am saying wholeheartedly, I do not believe that she has. (laughs) And if she wants to really prove that she has, then she better start doing it in the way that she votes on things in as well, not just the way that she votes, the way that she even talks like the, in the insurrection um, that, you know, I think it's like concerns about the degree to which she was involved. I I heard an interview with Corey Bush, who's a newly elected representative from Missouri and that she's requested that her office be moved. because She's like, I don't need to, this is like the worst workplace harassment I've ever had. And she said, literally this, she, Marjorie Taylor Greene walked by Cori Bush in the hallway outside of their offices and took her mask off and like went over and breathed on her like this. So also she's super mature. <laughs> right. She is just like Jonathan Taylor Greene. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Thomas. Now we can't oh, remember shit. anybody's name. Damn it. <laughs> no, I, I, but that's, I think the point is like, it's not just that, oh, these women on the left hold certain policy positions and this woman on the right hold certain policy positions. It's like this woman on the right has like just batshit ideas and is a white woman. And then these women on the left have like very like common although contested policy ideas and they all are black and brown women and like that is not a coincidence like that is is not threatening to them right they're not debating (laughs) policy things she is threatening their safety literally like these things are not okay people you're dirty, Marjorie Taylor Green. <laughs> <You're dirty. laughs> <laughs> Cue theme song. You're dirty, bitch. I mean, she probably could care less what we no, say. No, she doesn't I, so care at all. It's not about like, oh, we hope this gets to her and she changes her ways. Yeah, right. It's. I think our point with the dirty bitches is to really like contemporarily point out like these are things that are happening that are dangerous that are doing harm to women of color in particular and need to stop. And I, I really, I, I don't even know from like our 
you know, places where we are exactly what we can do. But I think I think just- that these aggressions and microaggressions exist in our interactions all over the place. And we've got to start calling them out when we see them. I think that I like it. I like that as the takeaway. Yeah. And also, um, you know, apologies to JTT. Yes, to drag to drag him into lovely. this. <laughs> okay, that's great. Thanks for the first. All right. Episode. We'll talk Bye, to you guys. soon.